spesial kali what you are about to listen to facts stories interviews gossip and much more fascinating things that will be so stunning there's a possibility that your mind will blow this show will start five four Hello everyone, you're listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio broadcasting live from Studio Y Yolok Alley in Little Village. Today, you're here with Jihana and Jerry, and today we're going to be talking about something that makes a clear difference in our everyday lives, something that changes our moods, and something that's everywhere. We're going to talk about music and how it has evolved and the impact it has on you. So, one of the first conversational topics of the day is whether or not music is important. What do you think, Jerry? Do you think music is important? Uh, in my opinion, I think uh, music is like aspect in life where you just need it in your everyday life um it's not just like to listen to jam or like to dance or to have a party but you can also use it to um escape reality in a way and just like be you in in a sense so like um if you're feeling alone just play your favorite playlist or your favorite album and then just listen to it and just think about it yeah i agree i think music is important in lots of different respects and it has very lots of different effects on the person some people don't like music at all and some people are very into it. But I do feel like music has like a definite impact on like your feelings and your emotions. Like when I want to do art, I listen to something like like something artsy that would like get me going, you know? Yeah. Um with what you said, I think also um, I think music can also affect um people's decisions in life. So like um let's say one day you're feeling mad and you just play start playing metal or something, I don't know. And you feel like you're gonna mess something up like make a hole in the wall or something uh but then at times if you listen to the song like some people say that metal is bad or like oh it's Satan and all that but like if you really listen to it, it's pretty much poetic in my opinion yeah i agree i also listen to metal i've been listening to metal since a very young age because my dad's a metalhead and so was my brother and i used to be really afraid of it actually i would just like cover my ears and hide <laughs> But then when you like when you listen to the lyrics it's actually not it's not that bad. I feel like there's a lot there's a bad name for like metal and like metal heads and they have this reputation as like really aggressive and brash but metal heads can actually be very nice people. Yeah, I have a few metal heads um some of them they converted at the age they were like in I have a friend she was pretty normal and then like around sixth grade she turned into like a metalhead but she's like the nicest person I've ever met so like she's even nicer than the other people that listen to other types of music but like I don't know people are so judgmental these days yeah people are I feel like I don't know do you think you can judge people based on their music taste mm, not really I mean in my opinion I have some music categories that I just don't really listen to because it just doesn't grab my attention so, um, yeah. Ooh. Well, we'll be right back after this small music break. Stick around. Hello guys, you're listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio Broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolokani in Little Village You're here with me, Jihana, and my boy, Jerry So before the break, we spoke a little bit about whether or not music was important to us Or whether or not you can judge a person by their music taste Tell us in the group chat what you think about those questions As we introduce a new question yeah, um, just go to lumpermato.com and scroll. It's like right in the bottom. There's like a little chat bubble. And then just click it, sign in. You can, I think you can link your Facebook to it. And then just chat to us. 
Uh, shout out to Jackie. She's actually on the chat right now. Um, so. Woo. Woo. Okay. So, we all know that we have sentimental sort of attachments to music, but a lot of what music can do is actually bring out our memories. Why do you think, like, we have that sort of attachment with music to memories? Uh, in my opinion, personally, um, this could be the same with everyone, or if not, it's different. Um, like, every song has a meaning. Even, like, the artists, like, they dedicate a song to someone or they have an inspiration to it. And um, I feel like people tie in their memories to a song because that's, that's what it reminds them of the, that person or of that moment. So, like, let's say uh, one day I, let's say I ditched school and I started playing a playlist and then there's this one moment where I'm having, like, I'm really happy and I'm just enjoying the day and there's a song playing. Then the next day or, like, months later, I'll probably go back to the song and remember, oh, it was that one song I did on Ditch Day. Ooh, yeah, I agree. Like, when songs play during certain moments, yeah, it's like it takes you back to that moment because you're like, hey, that song was playing at that certain time when I did that thing. Yeah, and it's like um, sometimes, like, it's like out of random. Like, you never know what's going to happen in any time of the day. Um, like, sometimes, like, you're happy and then, out of nowhere, a song starts playing, and then you're like, oh, this is a song that that made me happy. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm going to go ahead and ask, what is your favorite memory with music? Uh, favorite, mu- <laughs> uh, favorite memory with music? Um, I don't know. I want to say, I guess, in high school, throughout my high school years, I listened to a lot of Crystal Castles and Caravan Palace. So, like... For them, those two artists, um, I didn't grow up with them, but, like, I found them out, like, throughout high school and those years. And, like, high school was kind of tough for me um, since I had, like, insomnia and I couldn't, I could barely sleep and I would only sleep, like, three to four hours a day. <laughs> and I would have, like, a school and then after school and then a job, so it was hard. But, um, obviously, people go through hard phases and um, I think music is one of those things where um, you just have to listen to it to get, like, feel better or stay happy. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think my favorite memory in music would be, like, when I got out of my emo phase, finally. Because <laughs> I'm still in high school, but for, like, most of the time in high school, I was, like, really sad. And I would listen to sad music all the time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then I sort of got into Tyler, the Creator. He was my first non-emo music interest. In like, high school? Yeah. Okay. Like, I would listen to, like, Bring Me the Horizon and, like, Pierce the Veil and Of Mice and Men. <laughs> and, like, I don't know. It would all be, like, very brash and everything. And, like, they yeah. speak about depression and things a lot. So I'd be like, oh, I'm depressed. And they're depressed, too. But I found out about Tyler Crater, who was, like, depressed in a way. But he was, like, positive about it. And something about him just sort of, like, caught my attention. And, like, soon after I listened to him and, like, blew through his albums in about a week, <laughs> I caught on to, like, other, like, hip-hop rap artists like Kendrick Lamar and yeah. Kanye West and, like, other non-depressive bands like The Strokes. And so I feel like that's my favorite memory in music because it's, like... Like a transition in life. For you. Yeah. It, like, went from sad to positive really quick. And music had a lot to do with that for me. Yeah, I think everyone goes through that. Like, um, well, it's not really like that for me, but um, at some point, like, let's say when I listen to a new song that I've never heard of before, like, it's new to me, but it's not new to other people. But um, let's say if I discover a new song or album or artist, I'll listen to the artist for, like, that whole week until I'm tired of it. And then I'll just, like, forget about it for a month, and then probably, like, later on, a month later, I'll come back to it and be like, oh, man, I forgot about these guys. Yeah, same. <laughs> I love doing that, and I hate doing that. Yeah, because, like, uh, at some point, you get tired of the song. Yeah, but it sounds so good when you're replaying it. Yeah. It's like an addiction. Like, eh, let me just play that one more time, and then another time, <laughs> yeah. and another time. Yeah, it's like watching, like, cartoons from, like, the 90s. It's like, oh, man, I remember this when I was a little kid. And then you would just keep watching it until you, like, die. Yeah. Same. So, uh, up next, we have a soundscape. Um, It's from... Carlos Vela. Carlos when, Vela. Yeah. This one brings up a bad sort of memory. Yeah. Um, the soundscape is called Riposet. Um, enjoy. Enjoy. 
traumas, my stress, my anger. Uh, my favorite songs are Mrs. Shanghai and You Can Do Magic by The Miracle. Typically, like what I just said, it, it calms me down, my stress, my anger, and about a friend who had passed away. Uh, my friend had passed away because one night he, um, I had walked him into his house and there was a gangbang who was running and my friend started to run. And that friend who got started to run, he got shot inside of the game maker. I was at 26 at Central Park, so I just stood there and I couldn't do nothing. One of my favorite songs, it, it brings me to my friend memories about that we had good times, like we even heard them in music, we started to chill, we compare as brothers, we like that as brothers, oh, it brings me to success and happiness, the happiest memory that I can remember is that before after he passed away, he, we actually took a picture of us in the park, and I think that's a good memory for me. Carlos. So I guess that sort of goes to prove that not all memories with music are the most positive. But even though his friend had died, I guess music can sort of help him remember him in a positive sort of way, maybe. Maybe help him remember his friend's life. Yeah, um, like it, it goes accounted for also like the disease, like in my opinion, um, like, let's say you have a friend that passed away and you guys had a favorite album. Or, like, let's say right. a, fra a favorite artist. Um, you could just listen back to the music and you'll remember of the good times. Like, not just the bad time where they passed away, but, like, the good times that you guys had together. Right. So, what would you say is your worst memory in music? <laughs> worst memory? Uh, I think I want to say when my dogs passed away last year. It was, like, around a year ago on July 19th, and it was, like, pretty hardful because it was, like, a few days right after my birthday, and, um, like, when it happened, um, I spent, like, a whole week just, like, not talking to anybody, and all, the only thing I did was just watch movies and listen to music, and then, like, that's the only thing I did, like, just rewatch the same movies all over again. What kind of music did you listen to? Like, what, do you remember it specifically? Uh, mainly it was just Crystal Castles. I don't know why. But for them, like, every time I'm feeling down or upset, if I listen to them, like, I'm still going to feel upset, but I, I'll feel happy because, like, I can just go back and say, like, oh, I went through hard times and I can go over other, like, probably not, I'm not trying to say worse things, but, like, I could probably handle it better. Yeah. But do you still think? Because, I don't know, I feel like when I've had, like, ex-boyfriends, like, show me music and I would like it and then we would break up, I would have to stop like, listening to that, I'd have to, like, throw it out the window, because then I can't listen to it anymore, like, they, they ruined it, like, forever, and so, do you feel like when you listen to the same music you did when your dog died, do you feel like how I did when ex-boyfriend showed me music, you'd be like, no, I can't listen to that, it's gonna remind me of when my dog died? No, um, I don't know, I'm kind of weird, like, um, whenever I go back to something, like, that bad, or, like, horrifying of a life experience, um, I just really think about the good times. Like, I just remember the good times and just remember, like, oh, when I first met them or when I first got them when they were just puppies. So, yeah. Yeah, it's good to remember the good times. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes people can't have as positive of an outlook. But you got to learn. You got to live. Yeah, gotta just, it's life. You got to go through things and um, just, like, live, you know. Live and live, live, live. <laughs> All right, guys, so right now we're going to have a small music break. And we'll be right back.
You are listening to WOPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio, broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolokali, in Little Village. Um, so if you guys didn't know, today, um, for today's topic, it was music and house, or just music in general. Um, basically, we just talk about what does music do to a person, like, um, let's say, um, like we just recently talked about music and memories, right? Yeah. yeah. We just recently talked about... <laughs> Music and memories. Yeah, and how it, like, affects to someone, like, when they go through bad times or, like, through high school and, like, what do they do to feel happy? Yeah. Actually, the reason why I chose this song in particular is because, like, one of my ex-boyfriends was telling me about Red Hot Chili Peppers a lot. (laughs) And, like, listening to them, my friend Cecilia, shout out to Cecilia, would play them here at Yolokali every single day, every single minute. And it would make me sad. But then, as I kept listening to it, I have to realize that it's a good band. You can't necessarily associate, like, that band with, like, something bad. Like, they're pretty legitimate. It's not not their fault. Yeah, uh, shout out to Ceci, Jennifer, Brian, and Yehida. They're actually not, they're not here right now. They're actually at, uh... Chicago Southside Mini Maker Fair. Um, they're out. They're just recording, uh, interviewing people, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, what Maker Fair is, um, it's like a small. It's kind of like a gathering for tech enthusiasts. Um, it's like a science fair. Also, it's like just people they come in, join, and show off what they've built. Like it's either an application on their phone, robots, or I don't know. Like I think I've seen it. Like some people done roller coasters, and they use Raspberry Pis and all that. Yeah. Raspberry pies, raspberry cries. <laughs> <laughs> um, up next, we have a soundscape that I actually did. It's called Music and Health. Music and health. Um, basically, what it is is um, how um, you can use music as a therapy. Um, like Instead of just having therapy talk sessions or just like art therapy, um, you could also have music um, as music can um, um, it could work with your emotions and make you happy at times or make you sad or it could actually make you realize some things that... Like, sometimes life is hard, but, you know, you just got to keep on going. Yeah, and music, and in a way that it could help you get over stuff, you know? Yeah, like sad, sad breakups, times. <laughs> sad times. I'm over it. I'm over it. Uh, yeah, like, or even, like, uh, with um, the Rip Jose soundscape, how here um, the 80s music reminds him of his old friend. Yeah, and so, I mean, he can't associate 80s music with his dead friend forever, because he likes it now. Yeah, you know? so, like, he can use 80s music as, like, a nostalgic feeling of rem- him reminding him of his friend and all that stuff. Yeah, just like I like Red Hot Chili Peppers now. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta learn, you gotta you get, get over it. Yeah. Right. And uh, so, do we just introduce the piece then? Sure, let's go. According to Dictionary.com, music is the art of sound and time that expresses ideas and emotions in significant forms through the elements of rhythm, melody, harmony, and color. Music, in general, is used to tell stories, express emotion, and or convey a message. Music has many genres and subgenres. Each individual genre has its own form of expressing itself. Music has been used as an alternative for medicine. Many people don't know it yet, but they do out of the blue. Have you ever felt sad, frustrated, or panicked? Then you should listen to this commercial. With just one click of a button, you could heal any of these emotions. Just pull out your phone, play your favorite album or song, and listen to it like there's no tomorrow. Before World War II, there was a new genre emerging from jazz, swing. Swing was very popular in World War II. More importantly, Glenn Miller, a musician, composer, and band leader. Glenn Miller brought music to the U.S. Army and at the homes of every citizen in the United States. Glenn Miller joined the Army to form and play in a band, more precise, a marching band. If soldiers would come to base wounded, they would call a nurse for stitching up, while in the background they would jam to swing and jazz music. At an Army base, Glenn Miller and his band would play live shows for the soldiers. At times, they would tour to other Army bases and even cities for citizens. Music was one of the many things that would keep the soldiers human from the horrors of the war. Soldiers would carry photos of their loved ones, adopt the stray animal, or listen to music. Music was what kept them alive as a sort of sense. Present time, 
People still use music in a form to heal. It is used in meditation, yoga, and when exercising. Just because it is used for physical activity doesn't mean it is being used mentally. If you haven't noticed, but you will after this, people tend to listen to music in their worst times. When people would feel sad, depressed, frustrated, or anxious, music is a great way to feel different emotions at once. The song can make you feel rage, anger, and at the same time, very happy, alive, and ready for almost anything. Here are a few tips on what type of music to listen to in different situations. To cheer up, listen to upbeat, energetic, rhythmic selections. To get to sleep, classical, calm, melodic, slow beat, or calm. To reduce stress, anything goes. Your favorite album, tracks, or whatever gets your attention. To relieve pain, gentle, soothing, and chill are your favorites. So what is your favorite song or album? And so we're back from Jerry's piece. Jerry, what inspired you to talk about this particular subject? Um, mainly uh, past memories and all that. But um, one time I was on Facebook and I saw an article on how music can cure um, some patients that go through like traumas and like in their childhood. Mm-hmm. And um, I realized that uh, music is just not for like listening, you know, it's, or entertainment. It could also be for like healing yourself and the mind and body. Yeah. Do you think like you would rather use musical therapy over legitimate medication? Do you feel like one of them would be more effective than the other? <laughs> uh, weird question and weird answer. Um, I don't take medicine for anything. So like whenever I'm sick, I, I don't. I mean, in like a, like a general sense, like if there was someone who was like mentally yeah. sick, do you think you would? prescribe them music or do you think you would prescribe them antidepressant or which one do you think would be better for them yeah okay well like this is my answer like in my opinion um like like it ties in with me myself also um um whenever i'm sick i don't really take medicine because i feel like the body has to heal on its own and process (laughs) your mom calls you like oh no uh i feel like the body has to heal itself and like learn how to fix itself you know kind of like um it could be like a computer when you have like an antivirus software it just fixes itself. you just click a button and it's gonna get fixed it doesn't really need like oh swap out a part nothing no um i feel like music is way better than antibiotics because um sometimes like people can get addictive to antibiotics and like i don't think i've ever heard of anyone dying from being addicted to music and all that stuff so i think music is a healthier way and like way better way to get um healthier but not in the ways of like if you were sick in bed with the flu you would listen to crystal castles and i'll like probably do it i'll probably will like <laughs> I, my mom every time i'm sick she's like mijo do you want babura i'm like no nah, mom i'm just gonna sit here and wait and she's like okay and she gets mad at times but i mean that's how i am i've been doing this for like since i was 14 like no medicine i have never taken a medicine since 14 i've taken a few shots like the flu shots but like the last time I took one was in high school, and that was, like, two years ago. <laughs> does that work? How long does it take you to get better when you don't use medication? Or when you use crystal castles as medication? <laughs> when I use crystal... Uh, I don't know. It's like, it depends. Like, uh, I've been sick before. I've gotten sick, like, for weeks. It's be- it wasn't because of me. It was because, like, like, it would rain, and I wouldn't have a raincoat, and I'll get sick the next day because of that. It's, like, natural things. But um, usually, like, let's say if I have a cough or, like, a fever, it takes, like, Less than a week, usually. Wow. Like, no medicine or nothing less than a week. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, and then I've seen, like, uh, my sisters and my mother, like, they've gotten sick, and it takes them, like, a good two weeks, and they take medicine, and I'm like, I don't know what you guys are doing. You guys are being so dependent on medicine. Like, you got to let your body know what's up. Like, yo, you can't come get me sick. (laughs) (laughs) But at least, like, if you're sick longer in bed, then you don't have to go to school. Oh, I mean, there's a difference. I mean, you're in high school, I understand, but, like, in college, it's different. You can't just say oh, your, to your professor, like, oh, I'm sick, I can't come. Like, no, they expect you to bring a doctor's note or something, you know, it's hard. Like, in college, you're actually paying for the education, so, like, you're going to have to use Crystal Castles to get better <laughs> because you're paying twenty, forty thousand $40,000 a semester to sit there and learn. 
And if yeah. you take a sick day... I just tell my professor, like, oh, my doctor prescribed me crystal castles, so I can't come. <laughs> <laughs> or red hot chili peppers. Oh, my God. But something that medicine, I'm not sure, has been able to cure or not is Alzheimer's. But another solution that I was informed of yesterday is that people in hospitals with Alzheimer's disease have been receiving iPods and forms of music and there was this one woman who hadn't moved for like 10 years and she was in bed you know getting old not moving and she's been completely unresponsive and they were going to cut the cord on her however they when they received these shipments of ipods they put earbuds in her ears and put on a song that her family recommended that she would like and as soon as the ipod music hit her ears she started moving and, like, I don't know, sort of dancing in her sleep. It was kind of weird, but it was cool since she had been unresponsive for 10 years. And so, Jerry, what do you think about music could help Alzheimer's disease? Um, if, like, to the viewers, if you guys don't know what Alzheimer's is, like, it's basically, like, a disease or, um, uh, it's kind of like a mental issue where, like, people forget things throughout the ages. Um, it's mainly particularly... Um, like, known for, like, the older people. Yeah, older people. Or maybe, like, younger people. Yeah, it could be for younger people, too, but it's pretty rare. Um, yeah, I think music can, like, it could help a lot of Alzheimer patients. Um, basically, um, like, a song could remind you of your mother or your sister, someone, like, a family relative, you know? Or, like, we said earlier, like, how a song could remind you of, like, those moments in life and those, like, those happy moments where you just captured it with a song, you know? Yeah, I agree. But that's totally crazy how, like, music is a completely medical... It can be a completely medical thing. I also read somewhere yesterday that there is no other kind of full-body stimulus other than music. I mean, there's drugs, but, like, <laughs> non-drug things. Yeah. There's, like, music. It's crazy how that how music has a sort of effect on people, how music goes, like, straight to the parts of the brain that other things can't even access. Yeah, um, like, mainly I feel like that, too, like, how music can help people. Also, like, not just music, but it could be, like, reading a book, you know? Or it could be, like, watching a movie. Um, watching movies is actually pretty great because it's, like, watching a picture frame by frame, and then you still have music in the background, you know? So it's, like, perfect because it combines, like, art and then music and then just, like, psh, big movie. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> yeah. Big movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think music can help people. Like, like I, we said earlier, like, it could help people, like, who are in depression or, like, just feeling sad and just make them feel happy. Music should be a more, like, common treatment in hospitals, really. Yeah, it would be so cool. Like, you go to the doctor and you're sick, you have the flu, and they're like, oh, just listen to I don't know, the killers. Yeah, and they're like, oh, okay, you're better. A lot of friends I know now that are planning to graduate from high school are going into, like, sort of art types of therapy, like dance therapy. Oh, yeah, dance therapy is a good one because it's a good exercise plus also, like, you know, music. Yeah, and it's normally used for, like, alcoholics and things. But, like, for that kind of thing, I feel like it's just, like, a thing you need to construct your energy into. yeah. Because you got to, like, move and dance and you yeah. got to practice it almost, like, every day or at least once a week and get those moves, you know? Yeah, get it. Get and it. there's, like, art therapy and, like, drawing therapy and music therapy as well. So art isn't just something. It's something else, too. <laughs> like, it's, what you're trying to say is not just a hobby, but it's also, like, it can help people. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Jerry's he's the true translator. <laughs> he's where it's at. All right. Also, um, the organization in which I will tell you later is if you have an iPod that you're not using or if you know a friend who has an iPod that they're not using, you could, or you or they or that or them, can donate them to hospitals for Alzheimer's patients in need. So you can help somebody else regain their memory just of a simple technological advice you don't even need anymore. Do we need to put our own music or just, like, clean uh, cleaned out iPods? I don't know. I think they take care of that. I think you're just like, hey, I don't want it anymore. You don't I think have to I'll, do anything. I think, I'll, like, if I ever find, 
my old device or something with music. I'll probably just put my favorite music or albums. And whoever likes that album be like, oh, best friends, what's up, you know? Oh, yeah, once we heal, we're going to go hit the club. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, we like the music, come on, let's chill. Crystal Castle is going to cure you after <laughs> Alzheimer's. Yeah, or Hot Chili Pepper. Shout out to Logan Tooper. You're not old, okay? Woo! Mm. Okay, so now we're going to have a music break. Uh, it's The Strokes called Soma. Enjoy. to WLPN LP Chicago, 105.5 FM, Lumpen Radio, broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolo Cali, and Little Village with Jihana and Jerry. Before the break, him and I spoke a little bit about how music can help patients with Alzheimer's. So if you have an, Alp- an iPod that you're not using, go to the website musicandmemory.org and click Give an iPod to help some patients with Alzheimer's remember their stuff. And up next, we have my audio piece about 80s music and the evolution of music itself over time. What's up, everybody? I'm Jihana, a teenage weirdo from the shy. Ever since I was little, I've always wanted to make music. But in getting into anything, you really have to know what's what. So, I recently began to notice that most of the music I feel inspired by is music from the 1980s, rather than music from this day and age. But what makes the two eras so different? How much has music actually changed? Let's compare, shall we? First, let's travel back to my favorite music era, the 1980s. came along and changed the game. Like the Smiths. Shyness is nice and shyness can stop you from doing all the things in life you'd like to. Paula notes. Such as NWA. influence in this time. For one thing, it was genuine. You can tell the artists were able to put everything into their music, no matter what they were saying or feeling. They framed their work into something that was real and contagious to the listeners. Artists were also doing it for the sake of the music. For example, before they were signed, NWA paid for their own studio time, wrote their own lyrics, self-marketed their records, and broke lots of rules just to be able to play shows. No matter if you like the music or not, you gotta take this movement serious. They knew they were creating something real with a message, and they just wanted to share that with the world. 
80s were the time that people bought the streets and the feelings of the people to the radio, and not vice versa. This is definitely reflective of most 80s artists and their originality towards what went on to inspire ingenuity in music and different musical movements. Now, let's fast forward back to 2016. Now we have artists like Taylor Swift, Rihanna, Great. 
regardless of actual music ability. has been crazy and music will only continue to grow and flourish through the years. Who knows what will happen? Meanwhile, I'll keep listening to my 80s music. Hello, we are Yola Kali. What's up? Hello, everyone. We are back. <laughs> You're listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Up in radio Broadcasting live from Studio Y Yellow Valley Little Village Woo. Okay guys uh, That was Gianna's piece It was for 80's music um, Quick question uh, Do you listen to most of the music that was used during this piece? Yes And no yes I and mean no. the ones The 80's music that I used as examples I do definitely listen to on a basis like NWA and the Smiths and the Cure and Holland Oates. My friend always plays Holland Oates because the song Private Eyes is funny to her. <laughs> and it is funny. Yeah, uh, just a quick comment. I really like the Tyler Creator that like cheese. Yeah, Tyler Creator. That's my boo. <laughs> okay, um, man, okay, so this piece was like nine minutes. What made you, like, what motivated you to do, like, this soundscape so long? Like, nine minutes. That's a lot of work. I mean, yeah, it was a lot of work, and it was a lot of writing, and it was a lot of talking, but honestly, I was kind of on a mission to, like, expose the music industry. Like, what happens in it, mostly, is kind of messed up. Like, I spoke about, I used to listen to Kesha a lot, especially when I was, like, younger. I was pretty obsessed with the, like, I wear glitter on my eyes, stocking <laughs> on the side. Anyways, so... She'll always be in my heart. And when I found out that her manager had, like, had raped her, or she says, but, you know, I don't think she lied about that. I think he did. And that she was denied the freedom of leaving the label, mm -hmm. even after he did that, that was really messed up. That was messed up for a lot of people. That was trending on Facebook for a while, too. Yeah. Before she was, like, you know, emancipated from the label. So because of that, uh, it really inspired me to be like, oh, man, I can't stand for this any longer. I'm going to write my paragraph piece about how music sucks now and how <laughs> back then was a lot better. Yeah, I remember when, uh, and the, oh, I mean, I wasn't live around then, but um, I mean, not yet. But, I mean, I, I was. I was baby friendly, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, NWA really did change hip-hop a lot. Um, they Basically, what they did is... Um, uh, there was a lot of racism going back then, so they just decided, oh, you know what, let's just do music and show people that racism exists and just, like, try to be nice and um, unite together and, you know, change the world. Um, I feel like your piece actually did a lot, um, especially with the ghostwriters and the ghost producers, how, like, people don't realize that, uh, like, oh, Drake, he's, he actually doesn't write his own music, you know, yeah. and he doesn't like produce his own beats he just sings he's just the voice he's like you said he's just um he's just owned by the records and labels you know and another thing that really makes me like upset is that there are lots of other artists out there that work so much harder than mainstream artists do but mainstream artists get most of the credit yeah. for making music that's not even really theirs who even knows if their voice is theirs or like anything but then there are people People out there like NWA. NWA was small. They paid for their own first track. Yeah, they actually paid for their own first album. Like, they made... It was a self-made group, you know? They did everything on their own. Like, even on... Um, you guys remember Easy? He's the one that put all the money in the album and everything. Right. He did. And NWA had a point, and they weren't afraid to say anything. They even yeah. got in trouble with the FBI once because they didn't want... Um, NWA bashing white police in a sector where there was a lot of white police because they didn't want them to start a riot, but they said it anyway. And they were in jail for like I don't know, maybe like a day because they're NWA, but 
still, you know? Yeah. Um, like, I feel like um, most of the main, like, mainstream music, like, Drake, Kanye, um, Kanye, I don't know if he does his own music. I mean, he claims he does, but you never know nowadays. Like, um, in my opinion, I think Kanye West, like, when he started, like, just, like, as, like, almost from nothing, he was pretty good. Like, his old albums, like, The College Dropout and all that. But, like, now, like, The Life of Pablo, I mean, it's an okay album, but, I mean, it's not that big of a deal, you know? Right. I mean, anything Kanye does is probably going to be a big deal because that's Kanye West. Yeah. But the thing that's admirable about Kanye West is that he really did start from the bottom. Like, he, like, he made college dropout, I think, or graduation with, like, a broken jaw or something like that. Yeah. Um, also, like, with that, um, I don't know if you guys have listened lately, but there's, it's a drama in the rumor about, like, Drake battling Eminem to a freestyle. I mean, I'm like, it's kind of obvious who's going to win. Like, one has a ghostwriter, the other one does his own music ever since, like, since he was, like, you know, producing. Forever. Yeah, like, forever. Like, he even started, like, Eminem, he was, he, um, he got kicked out of his home a couple of times. He was, like, homeless. He had nothing in his life. Uh, and he would just rap out for, like, for, like, $50 just to win or, like, 500 And, like, that meant a lot to him. Like, the $50 meant a lot. Like, you could just give him food for the day or, like, the week, you know. Right. And then, like, um, these, like, new artists, they're just, like, they they claim that they started from nothing. But I'm, like, you guys clearly started in the show, the grassy and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Like, Drake started from the bottom. I actually know someone who was a Drake fan until Started From The Bottom came out. And then he did the research, and he's, like, no, you didn't start from the bottom. And he just started, he stopped listening to him all yeah. over. Because he just lied. He didn't start from the bottom. Yeah, and then, like. I don't know, I mean, I guess people, I, I understand why people like him, like, as a voice, but, I mean, that's just the voice, you know, he doesn't really do nothing much, he, like, his music is not really much poetic or doesn't have a good meaning, like, most of his music is, like, pretty much repetitive and just the same, but just, like, different lyrics and producer. Yeah, so, essentially, my piece is all about giving credit where credit is supposed to be due. Yeah, for, like, those artists that actually spend time and their hard money on making their music and making sure that, like, it's like, self-made, not, like, just, like, oh, I need a bunch of people or someone else to write my music, you know? Yeah, and it's all corporate, really. Like, it's all just big banks and big record companies taking your money and writing songs and taking it from people. It's really gross. But now we have another segment about how commercial music is, in fact, gross. Enjoy! I don't know about you, but I find myself listening to a lot of undiscovered artists online who don't belong to major labels or any labels at all versus artists you hear on a day-to-day basis singing or rapping about nonsense. I remember when songs used to tell a story. Nowadays, they just glorify making money, doing drugs, I just got to the point where I'd rather use platforms like social media to listen to music than to listen to commercial radio. Because online, I can find local emerging artists who I, myself, can relate to. And I think many others can too. For example, JTEX, who raps about the violence in Chicago and writes lyrics based on life experiences. Then there's another Chicagoan from Hummel Park who is an R&B singer and goes by the name or Garcia. He sings mainly about relationships and how to treat a girl right. to the mainstream crap where they constantly diminish women calling and don't get me wrong Lito and JTEX have their moments too where they're derogatory but in this day and age if you're not people won't listen to them I don't even know what that means no one knows what it means but it's provocative no it's not it's getting the people going I'm just so tired of listening to the same what 
five artists who are overproduced on the radio and there being little to no opportunities for very talented artists who don't need to auto-tune their voices or throw random words together just to make a rhyme. Because once the song is over, you're sitting there thinking, what the heck did I just listen to? And we're back. Uh, remember, guys, you're listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio, broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolakali, and Little Village. So this is our goodbye. Yeah, um, this is our goodbye. Thank you for everybody listening to our opinions about music. And I hope this broadcast meant something to music to you. Something about music to you. Yeah, and whenever you're feeling down or sad, you know, just don't be sad. I mean, you could be sad, but, like, you know, just listen to music and just remember the good old times. Yeah, like, go through YouTube and browse. Find something that's good that make makes you playlist, feel good. Make a playlist, you know? Make right. a daily playlist or a weekly playlist or a monthly playlist and just, like, you know, come back to it. Jam out. It can have lots more power than you think. Thank you, everybody. See you next time. All right, guys. So up next is our music jam segment, so stick around. Hello, it's me. I haven't heard from you in a while. I hope it's because you're listening and enjoying our amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delightful, funny, breathtaking, amazing, astonishing, highly amazing production. If not, you should listen to our radio show, What's Up, again. In the meantime, we'll be working on the next one here in Lumpin' Radio. So stay tuned to our next amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delightful, funny, breathtaking, astonishing, highly amazing broadcast. I hope that you are informed about the awesome parts of life and that you will have a splendid day. Don't forget to listen to us on SoundCloud at Yolokali. On social media like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Tumblr at Yolokali, or visit at YolokaliArtsReach.org for more. We are the robots. We are the robots.